Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. I'm Mark Butcher and welcome to the following on podcast. The TalkSport team are with you every day of the South Africa series. We will have exclusive player content, highlights from the action and the views of myself, Stephen Harmison, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Alex Tudor throughout. Subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes or Spotify and thanks for listening. Stokes in again. Famous win indeed, Mark Butcher and uh, Darren Goff out here on the uh, outfield uh, underneath the searing African sun. The sun is uh, just starting to swing round behind uh, Table Mountain. Um, England uh, are out in their dugout, uh, mulling it over really, perhaps talking about how virtually every player in the 11 uh, played a part in this victory. Wickets for the unlikely Joe Denley, two for 42. Dominic Best picked up a couple of wickets and they were both big ones in the test match. Elgar in the first innings, Duplessis in the second. Sam Curran with uh, interventions before the second new ball in South Africa's first innings. Jimmy Anderson, seven wickets in the test match. Broad doing his bit as well. It's been uh, an extraordinary test match, an extraordinary team effort. Even Zach Crawley, who perhaps uh, some might say has not left much of a mark on the game. Well. He came out bristling in the second innings in terms of intent and positivity at the top of the order. And that catch uh, from Ben Stokes when Stokes was on two in two to get rid of uh, Nokia 
first ball, which uh, might have decapitated another slip fielder, was also pivotal in the win. It was just a sensational team performance from England and the first win here in 63 years. It's been a long old wait, Darren Goff, but boy, it's been worth waiting for. I'll tell you what, what an atmosphere out here, by the way. I mean, we've just seen Vernon Philander playing his last test match um, at his home ground, Cape Town. He's just done a lap of honour. He's gone round there with his family. And I'll tell you what, credit to the Barmy Army, you know. They've come out in their thousands here and they've applauded him all the way around. He's now worked his way just about all the way back in front of the England players. We've got the South African players in front of us looking absolutely gutted. What a fight they've put up today. Some strange dismissals in the end, but it all came down to really that, that last half an hour. And the golden man, the man with the golden arm, the guy who seems to have turned everyone for him at this minute in time, Ben Stokes, Sports Personality of the Year, World Cup winner, Ashes was outstanding and now when you needed him the most in a test match in Cape Town he rocks up with the last three wickets on an absolute belter Goff of a pitch. Goffey, I'm I mean that spell, he bowled the quickest spell of the match on either side uh, into the last session of the last day of yep. a five match series. It was absolutely Herculean, steaming in from uh, the Winegrove end. Um, bowling serious gas, a little bit out, a little bit in, bit of reverse swing. The last wicket was just brutal. It was a brutal delivery to get rid of uh, Vernon Philander that hit him in the gloves and lobbed up into the gully. Um, that's a, an extraordinary performance. I know Dominic Sibley with his maiden hundred um, will probably feel in the running for the man of the match performance. But if you look at it, Ben Stokes made 47 in the first innings for England, took five catches um, to equal a record uh, in the innings, uh, the first innings of South Africa. Then has come out and played a, a match turning because if you look at it, you look at it now, Goffey, 137.4 overs it took England to dismiss South Africa in the second innings. And Ben Stokes, if he hadn't have come out and played um, like he had a plane to catch uh, in, the, in the first innings on day four, then England might have struggled to win the game. They might not have had enough Spot time to win the game. And then, of course, he finishes the whole thing off with, uh, with three wickets at the end. Um, it's a staggering performance from the England all-rounder. It, it is, and let's like say it's, it's harsh on Dom Sibley, 133 not out, showed terrific fight. But runs were never going to be an issue here, and, and it was. It got, England got into a situation because of Ben Stokes getting that 72 after just 47 deliveries. Some of those shots, reverse sweeping, a fast baller who can ball up to 85 miles an hour. With two slips in, by With the two way. slips in, early on in the innings. It's a ridiculous shot, a ridiculous talent, and it, it was a pleasure to be here as Ben Stokes knocked over those last three. And do you know what he's got? For a fast bowler, the biggest thing you need is a big, big heart. And there's no doubt in that man has got a huge heart. Um, gentleman who uh, has a huge heart, he'll be uh, bitterly disappointed, but uh, he should be very proud of his efforts. Uh, Peter Milan in playing your first test match, uh, finishing up with uh, 84, 288 deliveries you faced in that innings. Thank you so much for coming over and talking to us on TalkSport 2. Um, what do you make of test match cricket then? Yeah, it's tough. I think uh, out of the 280 balls, maybe about 10 of them were bad. So that's a, that was a new one. They were they were absolutely relentless in their line and length and their energy. There was no let up. So that that was definitely a big uh, big step up. Uh, you uh, handled it pretty well, though. I mean, you left the ball immaculately. You seemed to have everything under control um, until uh, until the uh, dismissal in the end of, uh, of Sam Curran. The, the left arm angle undid you in the end. Yeah, just a bit of bounce there, I think, that maybe just surprised me a bit. Could have maybe gotten a stronger position, but 
Yeah, I said it, it, it needed a good to be a good ball to get me out, and I think it was a pretty decent one. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, the, the the rest of the team, the the dressing room, um, I'm guessing very proud of the fight, but disappointed to have given away the one nil lead. Yeah, yeah, very very disappointed. But again, there's there's different ways of losing matches. If you're going to lose it, you go down fighting, and I think I think we did that. We certainly did. Um, well, listen, there's a big break between uh, now and Port Elizabeth. I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing you opening the batting for South Africa up there. Uh, thank you very much for talking to us on TalkSport 2 uh, and go well. Rest up well and we'll see you in Port Elizabeth. Thank you. No problem. Peter Milan there, um, South Africa's uh, batting hero, 84 for him in uh, 12 less than 300 balls. I'm joined by a couple of England spin heroes, the spin twins of Joe Denley and, uh, and Don Bess. Um, <laughs> Don, we'll start with you. I mean, your first overseas test match for England, the first sort of feel and, 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 uh, and, and understanding of, of the game under the heat here, but also your first time under the support of the Barmy Army. How was that for you? Yeah, unbelievable. Um, I think three and a half weeks ago, I wasn't expecting this. I was thinking, nice, quiet, ho uh, nice, quiet Christmas at home. Um, Happy New Year and late Christmas present for me, really. Um, it was unbelievable. Atmosphere is incredible. I remember down at fine legs sort of, with the whole crowd behind me. Looking out there, it was phenomenal. Yeah, um, I, I was on commentary during the during the, sort of like the crucial part after after tea time, and it, it just looked to me as though you were kind of you desperate to get up there and bowl every every single delivery, like you were you were almost letting go of the next one before you'd bowled the one beforehand. Um, it, was the heart rate up? Were you kind of feeling under the pump to try and make the breakthrough? A little bit, um, more excited than anything. Um, wanted wanted to sort of get the part. I knew that obviously in that rough uh, there was a little bit there. All I needed was a little glove. There was a couple of times when it sort of went up, but not to the fielder. But Jimmy grabbed me and was just like, "Calm down, like make sure every ball's every ball's your best ball. Um, don't waste them." Um, and to be fair. I was just holding up an end, it seemed like, with Stokesy running down the other end. No, well, they, you were doing a bit more than that, and it was a, a terrific performance from you. England have, have needed, and Goffey and I have, have said it on many occasions, have needed somebody to come along and, and hold an end to, to do what you did in this Test match and make you were very much a part of what is a famous England win. Thank you for coming to talk to us. Um, let's turn to the other spin twin, Joe Denley. Joe, um, you were the man, you had Quentin de Kock on toast. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. He's, um, he's a fine player, isn't he? Um, he's tough to bowl to, to be fair. He makes it look very easy sometimes. Um, but there was obviously a lot of rough there for me to play with. And um, even my short balls were causing him trouble as well. So um, eventually he got out to a short ball as well. So that was uh, very delightful. Surely in your wildest dreams, mate. I know you got back into the England reckoning because that option of bowling leg spin. But surely in your wildest dreams, you never thought you'd be bowling 18 overs in a test match and picking up two wickets. No, certainly not. Not when Rob Key was my captain and never used to bowl me. I used to get the odd over before tea or before lunch. Um, just to be stood here today with two wickets. Um, Dean Elgar and Quinton de Kock. Two, uh, two mate, pretty good big ones. Big scalps those, yeah. Christmas card list, mate. You've got to send him a Christmas card. Big, big scalps. Um, I mean, it, it seems to me, gentlemen, that I'll ask the pair of you uh, the same question. That there's, not a, there's not a single player in the 11 that didn't have some sort of pivotal part to play in this uh, this test match victory it, it, it must feel an absolutely wonderful place to be in the dressing room at the moment it's one of the most spirited together um, overseas performances I can remember seeing from it from an England team I think well obviously I'm coming into the side and I feel so comfortable within the change room and I think that that sort of sends a massive message um, 
to the sort of everyone that actually how important it is to bring people in. Um, fairly new lad and sort of Jimmy, Brody bringing me in, um, making me feel at home. Um, that's, that's what it's really about, I think. Um, and then I think that produces things like that. You actually feel confident, you feel you're wanted a little bit, and I think it's key. And the one man, both of you on this one, I mean, when we, when we are up there commentating and we've all been in this position out on the field. Easy game up there, by the way. It is. And you're looking around. If there's one man who was going to deliver right at the end, it yeah, had to be Ben Stokes, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> he, he, he had an unbelievable 2019 and now he started off 2020 oh, in the same vein. He's phenomenal, isn't he? Even look, He's batting as well in, in that second innings. He's just He plays a different game to everyone else. Um, you know, it, it seemed pretty flat out there most of the day for the seamers, not really doing much. And then you, you give the ball to him and he, he makes something happen. Uh, you know, that last wicket, he's charging in, giving uh, probably 90 miles an hour plus. Um, he's very, he's tired. He, 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 I went and touched him at one point and I literally had sweat dripping off my fingers. He's, he's just, he's a phenomenal athlete. He works incredibly hard off the pitch that a lot of people don't see. And it's no surprise really that he's the, he's the go-to man for England. Brilliant stuff. Gents, we'll let you go. Enjoy the celebrations. Enjoy the, the break between now and Port Elizabeth. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of gym work and uh, maybe a bit of golf in between. <laughs> um, and we hope to catch up with you up there. Thank you so much and very, very well played. Many well congratulations. Um, just great scenes. I mean, it, the, the smiles on the faces. I mean, we know what it's like, Darren. You, you win a test match away from home. You win any test match. Um, it's, a, it's a big deal. But winning a test match away from home always seems to be that extra bit special doesn't it why is that what what is it about um is it because you're you're sort of raiding the the opposition's backyard you're going away and stealing their points you know some kind of viking raid and you you know what is it about winning away that is so special well it is because it's harder isn't it i mean you only have to look at the percentages now of the last especially of late is but most teams win at home and lose away and to go one nil down against this south african side yes listen it's not a great south african side let's be honest but that doesn't take anything away from the performance we've just seen. And what makes it extra special, I know I've mentioned him a few times, is just look around us now, Butch. Just look around us, how many fans are still here? English supporters who have paid a lot of money to get out here, but it's worth every penny. It'll be overtime when they get home. So what, they have had a terrific five-day test match here in Cape Town. Steve Armisen has joined us out here in the middle. Steve, the, uh, the scenes at the end um, with uh, Ben Stokes being roared in like both of them at, uh, at Edgbaston back in 81. Um, they, they sort of set the, the spine tingling, didn't they? And, and you must have loved that, being a, a Durham lad, and you've, you've known him since he was a nipper. Absolutely, Butch, and it was brilliant. Flintoff-esque, Bolsom-esque, you know, 2005 at you know, all the grounds. The support is phenomenal, and Goffey summed it up perfectly. You know, what these, these fans have gone through for 50 weeks a year to get there two weeks out here, and you want to put a, put a show on, but to see Ben just basically... Yeah, pick the whole team up, lift it up and say, right, we're winning this test match. I'm going to go for it. Who's coming with me? The catch off Zach Crawley, everybody to a man was with Ben Stokes. And the one thing that did, the one thing that surprised me a little bit, when they took the win wicket, they weren't in with the Barmy Army because <laughs> they deserve all the credit as well as the England cricket team. But you mentioned about test matches and wins and what it means to this team. You know, the psychological side of the game of cricket in both dressing rooms here you know it's an even bigger loss for the amount of effort and the you know the, the energy that South Africa have shown and put in and 
they'll be they'll be devastated that they couldn't get over the line. But England will float to Port Elizabeth. Mm. You know, they've had five days hard toil, great sunshine, hard wicket, had to feel for 140 overs. Don't matter. They'll they'll float to Port Elizabeth. We're ready. We're going to go and we're going to go there and win there. And that's that's the extra added bonus of that. What this win has meant in this series. Two more points that, that spring to mind immediately. Number one, England's catching. You can't mention that without mentioning Ben Stokes five for in the first innings with it with his hands alone but they were under pressure here they were under the pump they were running out of time running out of overs they were having to field unbelievably close in the slip cordon and they dropped nothing today guys you've seen it every morning we come out here and the amount of time they spend on slip catching close to the spinner or or back to the seamers left and right under it's unreal i was lucky enough to be part of that england squad going out to new zealand and watching them work i actually got cramped and i couldn't walk for two days on my glute because i was throwing that many deliveries these guys spend hours and hours and hours practicing slip fielding and you can see the rewards last week at um, super sport park they were brilliant in the slips and again here in cape town some of the slip catching from joe root and Ben Stokes was out of this world. And we've had some good slip fielders for England over the years. And we've seen some great slip fielders around the world over the years. But these two are pretty special. And look at the ones lining up to get in there. Dom Sibley, good slipper. Zach Crawley, good slipper. There's so many of them who are dying to get in there. Second point, and he's up on the big screen now, uh, being interviewed uh, by our colleagues on the TV, is, is Joe Root. He has had... I would venture to say his very, very best test match as captain of England this week. Yeah, I mentioned that before. I think that's his best test match that he's, that he's had. There's a lot of talk and there's been a lot of negative criticism and I'm so pleased from Joe Root. I'm so proud of Joe Root uh, and what he's done. I'm chuffed to bits with everything he's done in this game because it's been spot on. You know, he got everything right at the top. Toss was right. Got his angles right when the spinners were on. Nothing happening in the game, so he changed his bowlers, five, six bowlers, bowled. But, you know, you know what? There were like four, five over spells. I thought he had a fantastic day as captain. The innings he came out, played around Dom Sibley. It was as good at innings. I think he's played for, for quite a while, and that's that saying something when he got a double hundred in um, in in New Zealand. Yeah. The context of the game, the way Root played, the way Stokes played, don't want to mention Ben Stokes anymore. That kid on that big screen, Joe Root, England captain, take a bow. He was magnificent and, and he deserves and all the it, good press he gets. Isn't it true also that the more, the more good things you do, the more in front of the game you are, the more luck you have? Because it, he had he had two, two, they're either pieces of genius or pieces of, pieces of luck. It doesn't make any difference. But because he made so many good decisions in this test match, he gets the wicket of Faf Plessis, moves the bloke up from deep backward square leg, the very next ball. After Plessy hits it straight to him, he moves. He moves Jimmy Anderson from mid on to leg slip. The very next ball, the ball gets turned straight into his hands by Rassi van der Dussen. He, he he got a bit of luck, but you get a bit of luck when you when you're making good calls and when you're putting the pressure on him when you're doing the right being thing. Being positive as well, positive thought, isn't it, Goffey? Yeah. Do you know you're something? Always, you're, you're always better when you're when you're being positive. We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all captain, right? But the one thing, you're only as good as your team. If you make some decisions and your team bowl to your plans and they deliver for you, and he has got some good characters in that side, Joe Root, he just needs them to keep on delivering for him. He needs Broaden Anderson to keep delivering. He needs the best all-rounder in the world, Ben Stokes, to keep delivering. He needs to get a secure and 
consistent opening partnership with Sibley and Burns. Unfortunately now Burns is going to be out for a while. Zach Crawley might get an opportunity there now. He needs to make sure who's going to bat at number seven. Is it going to be Bairstow or Butler? And stick with that decision. But if he does that and he gets to play as he wants in this England team, there's no reason Joe Root can't go on and captain England for a lot more years and be successful against anybody in the world. Well, I've got a feeling he might be coming over to, to talk to us um, right now. Just incidentally, Ben Stokes um, has been named as man of the match. That should come as no surprise to anybody. Bad luck for uh, Dom Sibley to score his maiden Test match 100 in a Test match in which Ben Stokes dominated in all three disciplines of the game and uh, struck the winning blow for Joe Root, who is standing in front of me with the biggest grin <laughs> on his face I think well, I've man. ever seen from an England captain. Certainly bigger than anything I ever saw from Nasser Hussain. Anyway, Joe, congratulations. That's as, as, as complete a performance as I think I've seen from an England side away from home in a very, very long time. Yeah, I thought we were really good this week uh, in all aspects, to be honest. I thought with the ball, we were relentless. We hit good areas. We asked good questions for long periods of time. We were very patient. And then when we batted, um, we negotiated some very difficult periods. And when we got our opportunity to put our foot on the gas, we did. And, and we read those situations really well. A um, number of different individuals stood up at different times. Mm. Some young guys, guys like Sam Curran changed the game in the first innings. Crucial wickets. Ollie Pope as well with the bat. And then Dom Sibley. Um, you know, for a young set of players to have such an impact on a game is really promising for, for this team and where it's at at the moment. Um, and if they can keep learning and, and keep growing uh, in those opportunities, then very quickly we'll become more established side in Test cricket um, to join guys like Ben Stokes, who are just genuine match winners already. <laughs> we'll get on to him. You can, tell us, you can tell us what it's like having him in your team in, in a little bit. Let's go back to the beginning of, uh, of day four of the Test match. Um, you're up in the game for sure. You're 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 out there in front. Um, was there a, a conscious decision made by the dressing room by yourself and management that Ben would go out and play like that, or did Ben just take it upon himself? No, you put Ben in that situation, you let him go. Uh, you don't want to fill guys with the way he thinks about the game with too many outer uh, outer thoughts. Just just let him go and do his thing. And um, I watched him net in the morning. It was quite clear how he was going to go and play. <laughs> but uh, you've still got to go and do it. And you know some of the shots were unbelievable to watch uh, and it makes it very difficult for bowlers to to stop him scoring um, which in a situation like that when you're trying to control away and take wickets it can be very difficult as an mm -hmm. opposing team so you know for him to go and play in that manner that's you know that's worth 150 in a lot of other situations it's given you the time hasn't it I it mean, has you, given you us look, the time you, you, look, you look at how absolutely. little time there was left in the test match him doing that yeah. gave you the time to win the game i mean it's a, an astonishing innings you probably you know we probably we didn't read it that way at all in the morning we thought perhaps you know you're, you're enough in front england would probably have a look until lunchtime and then see what happens but you know in the end with absolute hindsight it was uh, it was brilliant, and it was uh, it must be great to have him in your team. Talk to yes. me about the about the young players. Talk to me about Sibley. Talk to me about the, uh, your catching. Talk to me about all of the other things. I mean, Don Bess again. He he stood up for you. Okay. Yeah. Some might say that he wasn't he didn't maintain an attacking enough line for you in the last innings. But mate, that's a serious performance from a guy in his third Test match. Yeah, it, from all of them. And I think what you've got to remember is that where county cricket's at at the moment, it's so so such a different game to Test cricket. Mm. These guys are coming in and they have to learn on the job. And for them to be able to put in performances like that so early on, I think it's credit to the temperament, credit to the character, and credit to the environment that's been created as well from you know the management, from all the senior players to allow them to go and do it exactly how they would go and do it in the in the count in game. So.
And what about having that option of uh, Joe Denley? I asked him the question. In all his wildest dreams, he never thought he'd be bowling on the last day of a test match to help <laughs> England win a test. Two, two wickets he picked up in 18 overs. Amazing to have that option as well. Amazing. I, I think as soon as he saw that first one spin, he, he came <laughs> off at, at lunch and he said, uh, I'll retire if I don't get a wicket here. So thankfully, uh, for my sake, him. He, he, he did, and he picked up two very important ones. Yeah, wickets from your from your part timers. I know you got to get off and, and do TV. Wickets from your part timers. Every time you moved a fielder, the ball went straight to him. You got a wicket. Um, I know you're too modest to say so, but you must be inside dead chuffed about the way things went for you as, as a captain this week. Yeah, I mean, there are games where you feel like you've called it exactly how you want it, and it doesn't go your way. And there are some days which really falls for you. And as, as well, I've got some very good senior guys around me that uh, offering up good suggestions all the time. Um, but it is it is always nice to have weeks like this where things do sort of fall into place, and um, you know you feel like all the hard work that you put in is is really worthwhile. Great stuff, Joe. Um, we'll uh, we'll be on your case at but at PE, no yeah. doubt. Don't worry about it. But uh, thank you for very now. Much, go, <laughs> for now, go and enjoy what has been a brilliant victory uh, for England. 63 years. It's worth saying again, worth repeating, 63 years since uh, an England side won a test match here in Cape Town um, and it was, has been won in terrific style, superb style by uh, Joe Root's men. Um, gentlemen, any further thoughts about the test match? I mean, we've, you know, we've kind of gone through all of the, the major players. We've, we've mentioned that the, the guys who have perhaps been on the undercard have all contributed. Um, what is the challenge? for England between now and Port Elizabeth. They're gonna have the potential to pick maybe Mark Wood and Joffre Archer. Um, there are gonna be other question marks. Is Jimmy Anderson gonna be fit? Is he gonna make it all the way through to the fifth day should it go that long? You sort of, you get a win, you get a chance to celebrate, but it's not over, is it? You've got, you've got more questions to answer before the next one. Well, do you know something? And uh, I've mentioned at some point you're gonna to have to split Broad and Anderson up, but uh, the way England have played in this test match and, and to get a superb win here in Cape Town, it'd be very hard not to go into the PE game with the same team. That's the old school way of doing it. But listen, they've brought certain types of bowler out here for certain wickets. If Mark Wood is gonna play a test match in South Africa, it's gonna be at Port Elizabeth. It tends to be low in bounce, it skids on, the skiddy type bowler tends to have an effect there. And but the problem we've got now, we see Ben Stokes can do that that role. He is a better bowler do, do than you, he gets the do credit for. Do you want for. Ben Stokes to be kind of, you know, do you want him in the game as a regular bowler or do you want him up your sleeve for situations like tonight? I, I want him in as a regular bowler. I think he's better uh, than a fourth seamer. Yes, you don't want him to be bowling 26 overs every single game. So, but... I think we only ball him on flat pitches. He's better than that. He's an absolutely superstar with bat, ball and feeling at slip. Why wouldn't you want him to ball if he's an option of getting you four and five wickets in an innings? It's an hard decision for England. Somebody's going to have to make a call. It might make it easy uh, for England if Jimmy Anderson is injured. I hope he's not because I thought Jimmy was outstanding this test match. And uh, it might be just a case of saying to him, listen, it's been an hard series so far. One of you miss out in PE, come Joburg, you're my two main guys, you come straight back into the side. That would be the right way to do it. Army, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think I agree, but I think it will be helped out by Jimmy not being playing. The thing I, I take from this game, Butch, and we've all played for England, and we've all played in sides that have struggled, and we've played in you know, successful sides going through. Getting your first win 
And there's people in this side who haven't won a test match before. And there's people in this side who will grow enormously from what happened in New Zealand to what happened in Centurion to what's going to happen in Port Elizabeth. The likes of Zach Crawley, the likes of Dom Sibley, Dominic Bess, you know, Joe Denley, all these players that they're not the big star Ben Stokes but they're going to grow with you know grow enormously going into Port Elizabeth so for me I'm pleased for for them I think it's going to be intriguing one the team in Port Elizabeth to the surface because South Africa after seeing what's happened at Centurion doing a bit they might want to play on something a little bit more spicy than what it normally is at Port Elizabeth and I think if they do that then Broad and Anderson are back in the game but I agree one of them misses out if it hadn't have been for Jimmy's injury, it probably would have been Broad because I agree, I think Anderson's been fantastic and it's which one do they go with, Wood or Archer? Do you know what? After Centurion, it's a great place to be. OK, it is a sensational place to be, as is Newlands, underneath the shadow of Table Mountain. England have got uh, blue skies above them once again. It's been a quite sensational victory for Joe Root's men. We hope you've enjoyed all of the coverage. Uh, we hope you've missed nothing of what has been a stunning five days of Test Match cricket. Stay with us and travel with us as we head uh, to the east to go and find uh, England in uh, great position, one all in the series in Port Elizabeth. Join us on TalkSport 2 in about 10 days' time. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
wickets then stand between uh, England and glory here in Cape Town something they've not tasted since uh, 1957 oh, he's, got him. He's, he's not walking clear Nick everybody heard it do you had have a mid on do you had have a mid on KP because you were leg side Larry Okay, and so Milan hits straight and hits in that area. Hey, Goffy, do you remember in the bus on the way in this oh, morning you were saying goodness. you wanted to be on, on air with KP more? How's that going for you? Yeah, it's going well. Well, it's not for me. Here is Anderson once again. Oh, Mahara struck on the pad, up goes the finger, he's walking. Mahara just walking. <laughs> he's walked for an LBW. He was off before the umpire raised his finger. Darren Goff walks into oh. the dressing room with a great big sack and a Santa's hat on, going, ho, 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 here are Gus. Santa's brought you your bowling figures. <laughs> Stokes once again. Edged over the top of Gully. I don't think it was a catchable height. Brings up the 150 for South Africa. Sweet shot, he's gone. Would you believe it? That is an unbelievable miscalculation from Factor Plessis. Don Best has his second wicket in the test match, and it's a huge one. What a moment for England. I can't believe what, what we've just witnessed. Curran in again. dropping that. Peter Milan, what a wonderful, wonderful innings from that man. Once again, happy birthday, Gerard Gimbert. Yes. 40 years old, wow. He only looks 45. Well, that's funny, I heard he was 50. Oh, it's gone underneath him. How has that missed yeah. off stump? How has that missed off stump? Oh, oh, my Lord. You can't take your eyes off this. It's unbelievable. Joe Denley, part-time spinner. He's looking like Shane Warne at the moment. Can England manage to knock this South African batting lineup over? Quinton de Kock. He's barely aware. Yes, he is aware. Okay. Quick, well, Rassifana doesn't may have made him aware that he's reached his 50. Anderson out. I think he has got a niggle. So that might be breaking news on Talk Sport later to die. That English accent is coming on really badly. Quinton de Kock and that shot. Yeah, this is game on now, there's still 20 odd overs to go. Your odds, mate. That's not bad. Your, your odds, mate. That's not bad. Oh, broomies. Come on, you broomies. Anderson, leg slip. He's gone straight to it. I do not believe it. I do not believe I have just seen that. It was as if Rassie van der Dussen had no idea he just positioned himself there. I cannot believe I've just witnessed that. We all had a little chuckle, didn't we? He was going down the leg side by a good six inches. For some reason, he put his butt there to tickle it around the leg side. And then if we go with the bomb on. Can I have a photo? A photo, please. Photo. No tea. No tea in photo. This is a blockathon. A blockathon deluxe. Here's uh, Stokes again. This time it keeps low, and Dwayne Pretorius somehow manages to chop down on it. Oh, Stokes is down on one knee. I'm going to get through. I'm going to get through. Here is Stokes once again up to the crease now. Bye! come of the man definitely Kevin and what a catch by Root here comes Stokes from the Weinberg end up to the crease now balls edged caught on the rebound Ben Stokes is on a hat-trick oh my goodness two wickets and two balls in England one wicket away from what would be a fantastic win here at Newland I was out of that balcony when Ben Stokes took that second wicket to be on a hat-trick I was jumping up and down like a school kid it was ridiculous what a 12 bumps he's had ball in hand can he be that man? Stokes in again. Stokes! Small to the 18! 
When the brick wall came up, you need the big fella to come to the party, and boy, he did. This is what Test cricket's about. Brilliant, brilliant Test match. Well played, England, and well done. The magic man, the golden arm, Ben Stokes. Darren Goff walked into the dressing room after a can't, bowling can't attack, remember. A bowling attack of, of Tudor, Fraser, Cork were absolutely marmalised. I think this Australia A side chased down 300 in about 30 overs. Goffey had the game off, <laughs> came into the dressing room with a great big sack and a Santa's hat on, going, ho, 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 here are Gus. Santa's brought you your bowling figures. <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine the face on uh, on Super Gus Fraser. It was not pretty. Chased you out the dressing room, didn't he? Well, I thought. No, I actually told him to come and sit on my knee. I got him a present. That's right. And he come and sit on my knee because he was miserable, wasn't he? I said, "Here, go sit on my knee." I got my Santa hat on. In fact, I got the full Santa suit on. I said, "Go on, sit on my knee." Santa's knee. I said, um, "I fetch you a present. I fetch you a bowling figures." <laughs> You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. We'll be with you every day of the series, so subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 